um, when it comes to spelling, you are always going to be right. <laughs> always. It is A-R. Why? Always. Yep. This is summary. This is a floral installment. This is a style of dress. Yeah. Well, I'll try and... I don't care. I just needed the validation to know that <laughs> why it looked funny is because it's wrong. But I want to be better at spelling. This is something that I've like really struggled <laughs> with in my entire life, and I would I, like to be better. I think you should just really lean into the fact that there are programs that help you with this. I think that's the problem, though, because I'm like, there are programs, and it's totally fine. But I mean, I put that this is in Google Drive. They do it automatically, give you the little squiggly line. It's because it's technically a word. Right. It's just the wrong word. Right. <laughs> this is my problem. Or the rules, the like I before E, I don't, you might as well be speaking fucking Mandarin to me. Okay. Nothing. All Nothing. Right. All right. Um, okay. Welcome back. Episode seven, season two. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, Britt. What, what was this episode called? This is called The Chicken Dance. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's start that over. Will you promise never to do that ever again? I know I can't. No guarantees. You can't promise that. Um. Okay. So the chicken dance. We did you like this one? Yeah, actually, I laughed out loud multiple times throughout this. I like this one too. Even. Uh, my partner was not watching it. He was working, but in the same room. And even he was like laughing at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a probably the best episode of season two so far. I feel like I've only had negative things to say. So this one is like, we've been talking a lot of shit about this season. Yeah. Because especially since the first season, we were like, <laughs> my favorite episode. Yeah. But, uh... which is how we sound. And we, we're still going to have some, some gripes with this one. Yeah. I am sure. Yeah, well, sure. I have nothing nice to say about the wedding. But I enjoyed watching it. Yes. Yeah. Totally entertaining. Awesome. Wonderful writing through and through. Uh, we're going to talk about a wedding. We're going to talk about some dancing frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about... Lots of things. Probably unrelated. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Okay. Let's do it to it, honey. Okay, so let's start off with Miranda's house guest. Yes. So they Carrie's narration comes over and says that no New York New blah, 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 New Yorker buys furniture until they have their first house guest, which I can relate to because I moved into my apartment on Thanksgiving and it is now February and <laughs> I had my first set of guests this weekend. So guess who hung things? <laughs> I did notice that that corner looked great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I relate. Anyway, she hires uh, Charlotte's friend, an interior designer. Um, she's, a cute woman with blonde hair and she comes in with some like questionable taste overall very blah yeah i mean it's fine i guess it's fine it's just a white couch and some it's dancing frogs i just why would you hire somebody for that yeah well yeah i mean 
but this is not just any house guest, right? Like she's kind of nervous, excited about this one. He has been in London working for The Economist, which I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. I immediately, I was like, oh, man, this Mm -hmm. is like right up Brit's alley. She probably has a huge crush on this guy. (laughs) I know. I was like, okay, Miranda, let's let's do this. Email started getting flirty. Miranda was like, yeah, this pull out couch bed. If he sleeps in it, I will die. And he does Jump not off sleep the roof in it. or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. 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 So he, um, he shows up. Miranda is being like super flirty. Right. I mean, he had only been there for like, let's call it a half hour. Right. Like very early into his time with Miranda. You can tell that she's still posing mm-hmm. like as she's pouring the wine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in comes her interior designer. Who needs to drop off the end table. What is her name? No idea. I don't know his name either. We're really good at this job. Whatever. Uh, bubbly interior designer. Mm-hmm. Blonde girl. Bounces into the apartment. Yep. I would have been pissed, by the way. <laughs> uh, Can't we take care of this during normal business hours? <laughs> I don't think I would have thought anything of it. So, no. That seems fine. Comes bouncing in with the end table. Mm-hmm. And he recognizes the end table as some designer because he reads so much architecture digest. I think he recognizes something he likes in the interior designer Mm -hmm. more so. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And immediately is this awkward moment where Miranda's like, okay, bye. Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out. And instead he's like, almost trying to get laid. (laughs) Do you want to go to dinner with us? Yeah. And one of the best lines... (laughs) I really like this episode. Uh, Miranda ends up on every person's dream date. Unfortunately, it's just not hers. It's just not hers. Yeah, <laughs> She has become the third wheel in this what is now date from hell. Yep. And no, a perfect date. Her date. Her life from hell. Sure. Yeah. Um, is still trying to pry him away from a bubbly interior designer and he's just not having it. It's so uncomfortable. I have had... I have definitely traveled with friends or had people come stay with me where I can tell that they're really into somebody and they want to hang out and they want to keep doing it. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, let's go home. Mm -hmm. Like, let's like, regardless of whether I want to sleep with you, let's go home. And they usually recognize that their loyalty is to me. You are staying in my house. Let's go. Yeah. And in this one. Have you invited somebody, though, with the expectation of uh, getting it on? Yeah. How'd that go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to press on it, but now I kind (laughs) of do. (laughs) I don't feel like this is a story I should share on the podcast. No balls. Man, I don't have a lot of that. (laughs) I I mean, I have actively discussed blowjobs, and here I am being like, (laughs) there was some heavy cuddling. Okay, some heavy Was it appropriate? (laughs) That's questionable. Sure, 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 sure. Anyway, let's move on. I've invited somebody (laughs) with the expectation of uh, some sexy snuggles. And? There were sexy snuggles. Mm. There wasn't anybody to come in and just sweep him off his feet? No, I wasn't going to introduce him to anyone. Are you kidding me? I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to risk him falling in love with somebody else. Yep, valid. I shaved, I cleaned, I stocked the liquor cabinet. I do remember doing all of those things too. Only 
I had multiple people coming to stay, but my interest was only in one. Mm. I really, let's change the subject. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. So we leave. <laughs> Miranda's gone home and um, the interior designer and her house guest are now on a date alone together. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out at the going away party a week later that she throws for Which him. is a giant party. Yeah, how many and, people could he have possibly met in that week? Right, and like, uh, weird. It's a weird party, and you don't throw a going away... Weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was maybe one last attempt for her to be like, see how much I like you? Pay attention to me. <laughs> the shocking thing to this is Miranda alludes to the fact that they've spent so much time together in this week, um, and the, they've been banging all over Miranda's furniture, which, like, bitch, don't you have your own home? You're an interior designer. Take him back to your space. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure she's mentioned that she knew they were banging all over her furniture yet because okay, at true. the You're party, right. they announce that they are now engaged. Which is like, my thing is, how did he not mention that to Miranda in the mornings that like maybe she left to go to work and he's still there and him and Miranda are having like coffee time and he's like, I love her. And instead, Miranda is in pure surprise shock well clearly they weren't having a lot of alone coffee time because he was off trying to get engaged yeah (laughs) after a week love at first sight have you have you witnessed like hearing about an engagement of someone who's been together for 2.6 seconds and you're like yeah and i've talked so much shit (laughs) we're gonna jump into that later actually we have a new segment so get excited um okay so at this party we hear that they're getting engaged and then by the end of the episode we have a wedding yeah this is a whirlwind of an episode it's like a four and a half five month long episode yeah or week or month it says on the screen was it month or week based on the uh sitcom rules it's only supposed to be 48 hours but this is definitely (laughs) but it gives the four weeks four weeks later okay this is definitely after they've this entire episode is the span of four weeks Oh, my God. Um, at the party, also, we forgot to mention, Samantha <laughs> hits on some some dude. Some dude walking into the party for the... And he calls it the engagement party. And Miranda's like, it's not! I know. I like when she's walking back through the doorman. He's like, can I help you? She's feeling invisible the whole episode. I don't blame her. I have felt. I know that feeling so much. And it is not a good feeling. It is just not a good feeling. No, so she takes uh, Tug My Ear Guy home <laughs> and has some serious deja vu. Oh my gosh. Like because in the middle of the bank. Because he's very clearly a memorable person to sleep with and maybe not in a good way. I've I've never come across someone who has asked me to do that. So I, I imagine that I would remember it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she has some serious deja vu and she's like, fuck. Have I, I fucked you before? I've... <laughs> Now doubling up on people. And he says like, oh, I just thought we were playing the sexy stranger game. Yeah. And she's mortified. And then there's a moment with the girls where everybody goes, how did you like, like Miranda says, oh, there's people I wish I could forget. And Charlotte is just mystified. And that she doesn't remember. That she doesn't remember. Uh, but Toto, we're not in single digits anymore. <laughs> yeah, for real. And um, I have many that I don't. If they walked up to me on the street right now, I don't know that I would remember. <laughs> Whatever. 
we're in our 30s toto charlotte's like not in the single digits anymore (laughs) charlotte's like i keep a list bitch i stopped keeping a list a long time ago because that is some slut shaming that i am not going to Mm -mm. self-induce uh does it surprise you that charlotte keeps a list she probably like takes a photo of them and like catalogs them stationary (laughs) (laughs) i don't doubt it okay so four weeks go by and we have the wedding oh wait should we talk about Carrie in the midst of this? I think we can talk about Carrie right now. So we have the <laughs> wedding. Um, earlier in the episode, Carrie is thrilled that Big has given her the other pink toothbrush. Yeah, the toothbrush head to his electronic toothbrush. This is a big step forward. Do you remember the first time that you got a toothbrush at somebody's house? I don't, but I... Oh, I do. Watching this episode, I was like, this is a big... She's unwrapping it, Yeah, you know? Yep. He's not... He could have given it to somebody else. I think it's a good like, okay, maybe I'm the only toothbrush. Right. I'm not going to lie. During my 20s, granted, my 20s, I also have lots of friends and they would come stay with us, stay with me. There's no us. It was just me. And I always kept a pack of toothbrushes, which worked well when I needed it in this situation. You kept a, an extra pack of toothbrushes mm-hmm. for outside guests. Mm-hmm. Did you keep uh, monogrammed robes for them as well? <laughs> Maybe some slippers? No, I was too poor for that, but I could afford the seven ninety nine five pack from Target. Uh, pull an A-Rod and give them a gift basket on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's A-Rod that did that. I don't know. I'm going to, that's going to be in our fact check. I'm, I think A-Rod actually gave gift baskets to the women that he slept with after he was done. Honestly, that would probably be worth sleeping with him. <laughs> That's probably a pretty good gift basket. I mean, honestly, anyway. <laughs> it was probably worth sleeping with him. Like, I I would say I slept with him. I would do it. I'm sure he has a and lot of And then I would enjoy the fuck out of my gift bag. <laughs> Instagram selfies. <laughs> following all the brands that are in it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be straight influencer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just banging and straight my to the credit, top. My credibility would be skyrocketing because I banged a rod. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so this kind of carries her in her confidence straight to the wedding. However, even when she's writing the love poem, because the couple has asked her to write a poem. Okay. Here's what's bananas. Charlotte gets added as a bridesmaid. Carrie was asked to write something to, s- to say to the audience. Miranda is the poor guest book whore. Like, this girl. Was, why are these? Is that the official title? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No one wants to be the guest book person. I didn't know that that was a role. Oh, it is. that, And I may have been asked to be it before. <laughs> okay. Well, and wait. it didn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you don't know who you are and you like rush into a marriage after a week and you have to then plan a wedding in four weeks what is happening this is absurd this is absurd what is also absurd is that yesterday i dreamt that i was that Bo and i were going to get married in two weeks Mm. and it was like a hard it was the date of august 10th which is not in two weeks in real life but in the dream it was in two weeks and it was still covid and i woke myself up stressed about the amount of things i had to do to plan this covid (laughs) two week later wedding (laughs) and so this episode rolls in the next day Mm. and it is 
a hundred thousand dollar wedding. Like this is the same wedding that they had last season when they were like, Oh, just your casual hundred thousand dollar wedding. Oh, like, the this flowers is it. alone. Yeah. And the like building has lots of gold and to just go ahead and put it out there. This is my nightmare wedding. Oh. I don't want to attend this wedding. One, I don't want to plan this wedding. One wedding unit, please. Ugh. Yeah, it was pretty dull. Well, <sighs> when you don't know much about each other, right? Yeah, <laughs> you just go with the status quo, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the um, rich status quo, clearly. Mm. Although Charlotte does look great, but he's a writer and she's an interior designer. I mean, what are they? How are they getting this? Whatever. I okay. We're. This is absurd. It's supposed <laughs> to, I think, feel absurd for the viewer. Yes. You're supposed to go, you're supposed to kind of echo what the characters are feeling in this. Because it's like a black tie wedding, too. This isn't just some kind of like, well, we're going to Vegas. Yeah. I think the whole thing, the whole episode kind of carries you in this, like, your head is spinning, right? Yeah. Like, how did I even get... Throughout the episode, I think the characters are going, how did I get roped into this? And even as the viewer, you're you're throughout the episode, you're like, how is this happening right now? Yeah. Why like am I poor watching Carrie this? writing this poem? And Carrie makes a good point. Like, she's like, I write about sex, not relationships. Yeah. No one should ask me to do this. And I was like, you're right. But Bo is being, or Bo. Bo. <laughs> Big is being really cute. And he's like, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Actually, Big is so likable in this episode. Until the very end. Until the very end. Until so the very end. She she's got a toothbrush. She's got a date to this absurd wedding. Who's he excited like, to be there? The toothbrush moment was cute. He's like singing and kisses her on the head, and then he like he makes a joke about the poem. It's cute. But then he shows up to pick her up for the wedding, and he's kind of he's got you know he's he's pulled back again, which mm-hmm. we we definitely see from Big. Yep. One minute he's hot, and the next minute he's cold. Ugh. She's asking him to sign the card, and he just won't do it because he also finds out that the invitation was addressed to carrie and him and he goes how'd they know who i was and is weirded out by that how was that weird also the wedding happened four weeks ago or the engagement happened four weeks ago it's not weird that they know who you are big how did they even find out who carrie was to be honest with you i don't Truly. like nobody knows right like <laughs> Why is she there? This is weird. Just ride the weird wave. Everything is weird about this. Yeah. So he won't sign the card. Um, He's being kind of standoffish at the wedding. And then when she gets up to recite her poem. Which is nice, actually. It's a really cute poem. Yeah. It's really what I liked it a lot, actually. He gets up and takes a phone call in the middle of it. His phone rings. Mm -hmm. No silent. What the fuck? And then, yeah, it leaves. And poor Carrie cries and plays it off as she plays it off well tears for the couple yeah um i would be i would have reacted the same way that she did oh absolutely i have reacted the same way she did for far less you name any couple that i believe is not as good as my relationship which unfortunately i believe that about a lot of things because i am not a nice person and then they get engaged and i'm immediately like what the fuck? <laughs> they and um, I'm not nice. Instead, I should of, work on that. <laughs> I think you're nice. Mm. We're both going to work on that <laughs> in this episode. I know. I'm not looking forward to it. So Carrie even gives him an out. She's like, "I'm going to forgive you if you go dance with me right now." Yeah, right? and he won't do it. <sighs> He's just being such a curmudgeon. And you know, honestly, the wedding sucks, man. 
Like we're all there for that. We all recognize the wedding sucks. Mm -hmm. Just take the fucking dance. Yeah, just take the dance. You probably could have left early after you took the dance. Everyone else is, you know, making the best of it. Shar Shar has a new boyfriend for four hours. (laughs) Having sex during this. So she is doing fine. (laughs) She is doing fine. She gets to pick her dress and she decides that she's tired of like not outshining the bride. Mm. It's this gorgeous dress, backless, huge, big, like halter top with a giant bow ribbon thing in the uh, stunning. And then she bangs the groomsman. I think she's funny in this episode. Oh, I do too. When she ends I, up getting groped by the dad and he, the groomsman storms away and she's like, did the last four hours not mean anything to you? I love it. She's hilarious. And she looks great. That dress is banging. Mm-hmm. It's a, this episode's good. So they, but at the end of the end of the wedding, everyone's tired. Samantha is probably like, I've probably fucked everybody in here. Oh and yeah. She's definitely getting drunk and somebody's like, Oh, yeah. Do I know you? And she's like, I've probably fucked you. Yeah. Miranda's it's so grotesque and I love it. Miranda's over it. She's giving her back the dancing fucking frogs that she gave her for her apartment. Laughed out loud. Yeah, such a good moment. <laughs> Carrie is just over bit. They're just like ready to go. And then the bride goes to toss the bouquet. And this is such a perfect scene to culminate the end of this this moment she throws the bouquet and it lands and just you can see petals flying as it hits the ground and all the girls look at each other like fuck that all right i'm leaving and they just like don't give a fuck about it <laughs> this is the episode that like bo wasn't paying attention to and we were both laughing so the moment that we were laughing so hard it's at. so good <laughs> because there are women lining up to get it mm-hmm. and it lands in front of the core four and the core four are so over it yeah this was a great scene um I hate the bouquet toss. It's um, actually something um, that's going out of vogue. Yeah, because it's fucking stupid. Why do you think it's stupid? Uh, as a, I'm curious as a floral designer. Okay, well, as a floral designer, what a waste. I would rather take that home and put it in a vase. It does Ooh, make me cringe a little. I'm so poetic. <laughs> it does make <laughs> me cringe a little bit whenever I see. But I also like. See it happen. You play Beyonce single ladies and I'm just supposed to like dance up and down, jumping, waiting for my next opportunity. No, that shit's happening on my time, not on the time of your bouquet. I wonder if anyone's actually kept track of if the person who's caught the bouquet is actually the next person to get married. I would like to see some data on this. Um, I have a friend who I should double check on her because she the person who caught her bouquet. I was at her wedding and I was standing in the back, not trying um, there's actually a really my favorite photo of me is posed to catch the bouquet, mm-hmm. but I never try. Mm. But I look great in the pose. I bet you do. It's a great photo, <laughs> anyway. But I definitely like my friend. I didn't want her feelings to be hurt, and I didn't want to be like the curmudgingly one. Anyway, this girlfriend whose wedding I was at, I will check and see if she knows because she was like, "This is so good. She's definitely the next one." Maybe that's the other thing is nobody's ever been like, Brit, you are the next one. <laughs> Maybe. And I just don't need that type of energy in my life. I want to hear your guys' stories, our listener stories. If you ever caught the bouquet and you were the next one to get married or you Ooh, hate yeah. the bouquet toss, like mm. give us your bouquet toss stories. Yeah. Um, you can always send an email um, to Funky Spunk Pod. We'll give you all that information at the end of the episode. Or you can DM us or just mm-hmm. reach out, tell us stories. We love getting stories. We do. Uh, okay. Makes us feel important. We have a new segment for you today. Yeah, we do. Keeping it sexy <laughs> is a is a challenge. 
segment. Mm-hmm. We have noticed from watching this this uh, show again that there are some tr- there's some problems with it. Oh yeah, so many problematic aspects. Things don't age well. Uh, things that were clearly not being thought of critically, and now we're critically thinking. Yeah. So we want to challenge ourselves to be better, and we yes. want to just maybe even make other people think about how we can be better. Stay tuned for your part, listener. <laughs> we'll, we'll offer you some challenges to you as well. So um, get excited for that. This <laughs> challenge for uh, Keep It Sexy is going to be to write. Well, let me let me explain why. In this episode, there's a lot of trash talking about yeah. about this couple we even did it well we i was gonna say summary. even in this episode yeah there's a lot of trash talking and i'm not sure putting all of that negative energy out there especially since they agreed to participate in the wedding right don't don't trash talk we should put be putting more positive vibes into the universe than negative ones so i am going to challenge us today Uh-oh. to write a haiku poem about Perhaps someone that we have talked trash about in the past and spin mm. it in a positive way. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. And when we come back from break, Britt and I are going to recite our haiku poems. Stay tuned. Yep. We'll be right back. <laughs> Britt's super excited. <laughs> hey, listener. We love pretty things. Do you? I bet you do. Our newest sponsor is Reverie Floral, a custom floral and design shop located in Denver, Colorado. The shop focuses on large events and weddings and rad floral installments. Reverie's a big fan of us. We're a big fan of you. So obviously, this is a match made in flower-filled heaven. Check them out at reveriefloral.com or on their Insta at reverie underscore floral and revel in the pretty with us. Steno Denver, you heard us talk about it. Uh, they are one of our major sponsors, but I want to take a moment to tell you why we actually are here. Because we love it. It's the coffee. It's it the is coffee. truly the coffee. I show up every day for the coffee. Yeah, we've been all stuck at home. We get to come here every day. It's super clean and safe. and It's a nice way to get out of your house while still being productive. Uh, I get to interact with people in a way that I haven't interacted with people in so long. Right. Get some get some stuff done. He's got a keg. Yeah. I like drinking and I like coffee. If you guys are looking for a co-working space, check out Steno Denver and our listeners get two free weeks of Which co-working. It's pretty dope because you would be co-working with Zimmy and I. With us. Do you guys want to be our best friends? You want to be best friends? Please. We can be best friends. All right. Check Steno Denver out at stenodenver.com. And use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. Yeah. Okay, guys. We are back for Keeping It Sexy. We have written things. Our challenge. Our challenge for uh, today, as we mentioned, was to put more positive vibes into the universe and write a haiku poem about someone we've talked shit about in the past. Yes. Now, we do not have to mention who we've talked shit about. But yes. we are going to recite them for you here. We have not, I want to mention, we have not recited these to each other yet. So Which I'm upset about. We're hearing about it for the first time. I like to know the expectations of what level I should be on. And ugh. we should tell the listener what a haiku is. We should. Do you want to tell them? 
Uh, so this did originate in Japan, and mm-hmm. I want to be mindful of the fact that this is a Japanese structure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are three lines. They total 17 syllables, which is important because the fuck is a syllable? <laughs> First line is five syllables. The second is seven. And the third is five. So five, seven, five. There are alternative versions of this, but this is the structure that we will be using. And they don't necessarily rhyme. No. They don't necessarily make sense. Yeah. That's why I like a haiku. Someone might argue that they they all make sense. I doubt that ours are going to make sense. <laughs> Some might argue that mine in the past have not always made sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah. You, you did this to us. So you go first. <laughs> okay. My haiku entitled adulting i didn't title mine i just i guess mine is untitled (laughs) working title (laughs) (laughs) okay you struggle that's fine adulting is hard to do but you look damn good (laughs) (laughs) thank you round of applause everybody that was a successful haiku thank you that felt good uh putting out in the universe actually Okay. Yeah, I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm ready, Britt. I'm so excited. Okay. This is Untitled 2021. (laughs) Okay. Ah, to judge a friend is to make a foe no dough. Gratitude is key. That is so much better than mine. (laughs) That is just le- that deserves a uh, publication. Actually, what that deserves is to send this off to my counselor so that she knows I listen to her. Yes, <laughs> bring it in. That's so good. I'm so proud of you. Uh, to let the listeners know, way too much information about me. My counselor is regularly trying to put my judgment in check and telling me that gratitude is the key to replacing judgment. This is good. Then, huh? <laughs> we are making leaps and bounds. Sort of. And we challenge you. But I like it. We challenge you to do the same thing. Yes. Pick a person. That you've talked shit about. You don't have to tell us, but I am nosy. So if you want to give me backstory, I will eat that shit up like it's morning cereal. I mean, Britt's going to ask you. You don't have to tell her. It's true. (laughs) I won't force you. I believe in consent, not coercion. Send us your haikus. Post them on Instagram and then tag Funky Spunk. Yes. And uh, And then vote... We're going to put a poll out there to see who won this challenge. It's oh my clear, it's God, clearly wa- it's clearly you want people to rate us. I do. It's clearly Brit, but I mean, we're going to put it out there. So I don't know. Adulting is hard. Adulting is so hard. It's right? so hard. I mean, I don't know. Today I talked about investments and then nearly cried about it <laughs> okay. anyway. But then you wrote a great haiku. So you're ending the day on a high note. <laughs> a foe. No dough. <laughs> so send us your haikus and let us know how you uh, how you feel about the uh, the new segment, keeping it sexy. Um, Britt. Zimmy. Do you want to thank anybody? Well, the person that was the subject of my poem. Nope. We're not going to add that one in. Funky Spunk <laughs> Season 2 is brought to you by Vague Idea Podcast Network and produced by Trash Bag Media. It's recorded right here at Stono Denver. A special thanks goes out to Nate Regolia, Rex Roberts, Bo Hughes, Devenestrate, and the wonderful liquor store that always sells booze with a smile. Questions for the show, or you want to send us your haiku or whatever, follow us on I, uh, IG at Funky Spunk Podcast or email us at funkyspunkpod at gmail.com. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.